You think this week you'll do it. Buy a lottery ticket. Maybe a quick pick? And maybe you know the latest win in Cork was a sweet 6.9 million euro in June. And maybe then you think, if someone's going to win it, why not us? The National Lottery. It could be you. Play responsibly. Play for fun. Hey there, and welcome to Castology, the podcast where we recommend other podcasts that you should be listening to, and then we review a bunch of podcasts that we talked about last week. I'm one of your castologists, Elizabeth Best, and here with me is... Zane C. Weber. And lastly, but not leastly... Patrick Shearer. So today, we're going to do what we do every week and recommend a podcast each at the start, and then we're going to go over what we recommended Last week. Now, we have a theme this week. We do. We have a theme because it's November, which means NaNoWriMo. NaNoWriMo. I can't say things. You explain what it is. Uh, It's National Novel Writing Month. So, this is technically an American thing, but it is celebrated across the world. Yeah, I've literally never heard of it before in my life. Get the first draft of your project done in November. Once. And people quite often will set themselves like big word limits per it day. So in the short and sweet Sydney. <laughs> yes, you're pants. very you're very yep. accomplished you're writer. Very prolific. I won a Queensland Writers Award, so <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I once When won. I was ten <laughs> My short story once won me qualification to a writer's camp in grade seven. Amazing. Oh, camp. <laughs> I got to that meet John Marsden. So much fun. It was fun. I did a writer's camp too. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're the writer. at writer's camp. So, what we've done is... is <laughs> I was 10. Um, <laughs> what we do, we're doing a fictional podcast. So, all of the podcasts that we recommend are fiction in whatever format that may take. It ain't real. <laughs> yes. So, yes. It's, just, it's just a fictional podcast, usually... Um, as a story-based podcast, yes. which isn't uncommon for you guys, but no, this is a different thing for me. Mm. Yeah, I don't listen to no. fiction podcasts. Patrick well mainlines information I into main his veins. Superfluous information at one point eight times the regular speed. You're up to one point eight. I'm up to one point eight. I told you this. I thought you were up to one point seven. No, I was, and then I upgraded to right. one point eight. If yeah, I'm nuts. doing an audio book, it's one point seven five because you want to get a bit more theatricality. I feel like as an actor, again, I'm saying this for the second week in a row. This is disrespectful AF to your your profession. So, who would like to go first with their recommendations? I like to sit in the front row of shows. Say, hey, speed it up. (laughs) (laughs) I've got somewhere to be. And then you get chucked out. (laughs) Okay, I'll go first. Okay. So, this is the first... Uh, audio story, audio drama podcast that I started listening to huh. way back when. Um, so way it's back called when it's way back when exactly that. When um, I don't know. We're when not it being specific. Started. We don't want anyone to know how old we are. Um, also, I started listening to it after it was there was a f- at least after season one. So uh, it's called Rabbits. Um, oh, is it about bunnies? Yes. It's oh. about the fictional lives of rabbits. Adorable. It is. Is it like Meerkat <laughs> Manor from Channel 10? That's a. Yes, it is. It is. It Bunny. Is, yeah. So basically, it is a story about a person whose friend has gone missing 
and they kind of start investigating it a little bit and find that their friend was involved with this real-life secret society sort of game called Rabbits that has been going on for certain people for a very, very, very long time. And every so often, people are chosen to kind of be involved with this game. And it's kind of a discussion about whether or not she should continue looking at it or whether she should just leave it alone and looking for justice for her friend. Um, I will say this hasn't aged particularly well. Audio drama is where podcasts are really kind of showing their power at the moment. How Mm -hmm. old is it, sorry? Way back when. Don't you remember? You know when? This was at least five years ago. Okay. So well before the big boom in podcasting. This was part of the first round of that kind of boom and and exploration of it. It is presented as kind of a documentary, docudrama Mm -hmm. sort of thing. Um, And I loved this when it first came out. I listened to the whole thing and it really kind of got me interested in the possibility of doing like an augmented reality uh, which is where I thought this was going, an augmented reality kind of like I've had an experience. Idea for an reality podcast. Well, uh, you should have told you about it. Pitch you should it. talk after, after the yeah, show. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah, so. Um, it's a nice little package. Yeah, and it's there. You can listen to it. How many um, seasons? There, I believe there are three. About the same thing? Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, so you, it is kind of. There, there's about to be another season. Um, so it is kind of ongoing, but there is a lot of content there for you to listen to if you listen to it, latch onto it, and want to consume so it. So, with the later seasons, have they sort of caught up with the production demands of what an audio drama ought to be these days? And they're much tighter, or is it? I would say yes. Question it is. Mark? You yeah. would? <laughs> like, they are kind of restricted by the way that they're presenting it. Because of the um, docudrama. Because of the, the narrative device. That because of the used. narrative device that they've used. Mm. Um, I think if they were to redo this concept now, it would be very different. But I still really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just looking on their website now. It seems that only episode one is up. So maybe the second season has been put behind a pale. Oh, but I mean, yay for podca- podcasters, for podcasters getting paid. Getting paid. Pay us money. But there is a, the there dream. is a new season coming out. So, I, but I do believe that is on Luminary. Of course it is. Yep. I'm going to have to stop paying for Luminary, yeah. aren't I? I've already had I my mean, free month trial to listen to your things. last recommendation. It's, it's like, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's Netflix for podcasts. Mm. Yeah, but there's only so many Subscription services people can pay for. Yep. <laughs> I've got Netflix. And Disney and Plus Audible. is coming. Netflix, Audible, Stan. IPad, no, I've got Spotify Premium. Stan. Spotify. <laughs> see, oh. I don't want Spotify. Okay. Because well, I'll be tempted to listen to music rather than crush podcasts. I do both. <laughs> but I'm on a I'm on a family plan mm. for Spotify. Like if you all live at the same address, you can have a, a plan so you Ooh, can share with I your also flatmates. got Scribd. S C R I B D. Yeah, scribed. I said whatever it is. Yeah, but that's great because mm. you can read so much stuff. They have stuff. plays on there. I know. That's why I've got. Okay, it. so that's rabbits. Um, I'm interested to hear what 
you think, particularly as performers, um, and especially if you've got an augmented reality podcast idea for me, because oh, I'm that's me. very interested. That's you, Patrick. <laughs> I'm very interested in producing something like that. Cool. I took a very loud sip. I'm so sorry. Delicious. I'll forgive you. It's an ASMR podcast now, people. Uh, Patrick, you're yes. going to go next. Oh. What are you recommending? Am I? Yes. I am recommending a podcast called The Glass Cannon Podcast. It was difficult, I suppose, for me to find something non-fiction, but I found something. Something fiction. This is a Pathfinder podcast. Now, I don't know if you know what Pathfinder is, but it's basically a nerdier version of Dungeons & Dragons. It's the people who played Dungeons & Dragons and were like, which edition? Maybe three points? It was was third. Third edition. And they were like, all these rules about like how the physics work. We love this shit. Let's get more of that. So they created like an auxiliary game called Explain what my face is doing right now. It's uh, very <laughs> blank, very neutral, very unimpressed. <laughs> <laughs> unimpressed was the first correct term you used. <laughs> so uh, this is like, I think there's like five guys. It's been a while since I've listened to it. Yes, <laughs> it, I, I do enjoy it. I, I think I think this is why I'm recommending it. Because I am also a part of a fictional Dungeons Dragon podcast. Okay, so we need to say it's an actual play podcast. <laughs> yes. So they're actually playing the game in real time, recording it, and then producing it for consumption. They are. They're so it's doing not all of that. It's not a scripted Dungeons and Dragons adventure. It is actually playing, and it's much more crunchy than say. Dragon Friends. This sounds yes. so exciting to me. <laughs> it is thrilled. actually very exciting. Uh-huh. They'd actually you you can hear them roll the dice. Oh my god. <laughs> That's an immersive <laughs> podcast if ever I've heard it. They they throw plastic. Look, on a this table. is as oh my god. fictional as I'm willing to get. <laughs> <laughs> uh, episodes are Roughly an hour long. There's so many. There's like over 200. I The first episode I listened to because I was... 200 episodes yeah, of listening to somebody yeah, place. Yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah. The first one I listened to was like well into the series because um, I was like, I want to see where they're at like right now. It was a little bit better than the first episodes, which is what I ended up listening to. So they've, they've been pretty consistently like entertaining. Have they, Patrick? Yeah, they have. Have they? Yeah. <laughs> they're quite funny. I like their personalities. The story's good. I think they're using a module from Pathfinder. So it's, you know, it's, it's a written campaign. It's not just like Ben throwing something together. It's not homebrew. <laughs> yeah. So it's published material that they're yeah. playing through. Um, so obviously they're acto- acting their characters. Yes. Yeah. They're, they're not voice actors, but they're just they're just. Um, oh, so you're telling me the people enough. who can't do characters are doing character work on a podcast? Well, I just okay. want to make a differentiation between this and something like uh, Critical Role, where it's like legitimate voice actors doing the thing. These are just people who like the game, hanging out, having a good time. Okay, it's much like this podcast, really. Real life friends having a good time. Anyway, listen. I mean, we do Where's some dice, Zane? I want to roll them on the table so you everyone can hear. You have said in the past that you want to learn how to play D&D. Only so that I'm not left out of your little nerd conversations. I mean, 
I'm never more than like one step away from just like a whole bunch of dice. So, <laughs> <laughs> did you have you seen that? Yeah, there's like a the biggest freaking. It's like a fishbowl. It's a fishbowl fish full of dice. I also have on top. a dice in, in this little this little box right here. Oh God, I didn't I'm even need to look at nerds. it to find them. <laughs> yep. Cool. Okay, so a Dungeons and Dragons actual play podcast. Pathfinder. Path. Finder, glass sorry. Cannon is the glass cannon podcast. Okay, and they, I do you believe know what a glass, glass cannon, cannon is? <laughs> a cannon made of glass. No, no, it's a term in used in gaming typically that means you're fully offensive with no defenses. So picture like a wizard who can cast a fireball spell, but if you were to shoot him with an arrow, it's a metaphor, being that once you have done all your damage, you're shattered and broken. <laughs> And you can't do anything I feel more. shattered and broken after this conversation. Let's move Yay. on. <laughs> to your recommendation. To my recommendation. So my recommendation is a, uh, I guess, an audio play. Um, but what's different about it is that it was created for a reason. So it's called Baby It's Cold Outside. Um, and it is done by uh, Duck Soup Films in association with crisis.org.uk. Um, so... It's basically trying to highlight the plight of homelessness and how difficult that can be. So they've written a fictional play, um, especially like around the holidays. So it's set around Christmas time um, and Chris O'Dowd from the IT crowd and a bunch of other really great stuff and I love him um, is the main character in this and he's a father taking his kids for the holiday, kid for yeah. the holidays um, and he's homeless and it's it's navigating the troubles that comes with that with the the pride issues and the um you know trying not to let people know but make sure that your kid has a good christmas and i guess what i really liked about this podcast other than the acting because chris o'dowd and Anne marie duff are great um was the fact that it was a narrative way to bring attention to something without um having like a very obvious telethon kind of thing. And so do do they reference that partnership at all? Yeah. So like at the end of the podcast, they'll be like, you know, crisis.org.uk, donate, blah, blah, blah. It's kind of, you know, it's almost like the Red Nose Day kind of skits that they do, but it's not funny, you know. Yeah, <laughs> like it's yeah. a, it's kind of like a, a, a fictional, enjoyable, watchable listenable rather way of, of drawing attention to something and then kind of asking you to open your pockets or think about it at least. Think about opening your pockets. Yeah, think about opening your pockets or think about the issue and how you can help. So it's three episodes. Oh, so short. Very short, yep. um, limited series. Uh, they said that they are going to be partnering um, with different organisations. It's uh, They've formed a, a story collective called Story Glass and they hope to be bringing more um, audio plays to the fore um, and I don't know if they're going to be partnering with other organisations or whether this was just a one-off but I think it's a really nice way to I hate saying nice way. It's not a nice draw thing. It's a good. It's a. It's a. It's a good way to draw attention to something that's a messed it's up issue. It's an approachable way. Yes. To learn. It's about consumable it. in a way that doesn't feel like you're being preached at too much. I say too much better because than someone knocking on your door. Yes, everything is better than anyone knocking on your door. Because who wants to talk to other people? No, I don't. I stay in my home to get away from other people. <laughs> don't knock on my. I've got a sign on my door that says "Do not knock on my door." I do too, and people fucking knock. <laughs> they do too. I'm like, don't. Why did you not sit? There's a. Bye. They brought children with nose things. Oh no! I was like, this is like okay. 
This is a bit much. <laughs> By nose things, I'm assuming you mean like a little oxygen. oxygen. Yeah, issue. like oxygen, and then not like just like issues with their noses. <laughs> like, like brought kids with oxygen. Nose things. piercings. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh. Did God. you donate? No. Oh. I don't look at the sign. It says, oh. "Do not knock. Get out of here." Did the children <laughs> cry? Okay. Yeah, they were paid to look sad. I could tell. <sighs> You're a horrible Crisis actors is what they were. They you were are basically a horrible. So, baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> I Partnership donate. with crisis.org.uk. Uh, Chris O'Dowd. Uh, and it's all vo- It's not narrated, so it's all voice acting. So you're just like listening to the events unfold. Oh, much like yeah. Carrier? Yes, but not as, an, not as immersive an experience. It's just more like a TV show without visuals, really. So, yes, that's me. And that is our recommendations, recommendations for our NaNoWriMo visuals. fictional... So it's like being a blind person. Yeah, Patrick. And watching TV. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. <laughs> so with that, let's go on I to I gave you a good segue into Carrier, if you wanted to take it. Why do we need that? Aren't we reviewing it? Or did we review we it? Did we did that last did week, it. dude. Okay, yeah. No, <laughs> you are... S- wow. So scattered. Yes. So we're going to go on to our reviews now. Not Carrier. No, no. We've already done it. So we reviewed three... We recommended three podcasts last week. Three from very different podcasts. Three very different. We had like science, sex and weird musical shit. <laughs> Is that what... <laughs> sure. <laughs> so look, I, I want to go... I want to start with the science... Actually, with Sean Carroll's Mindscape. Yes, yeah, so what was that about, Patrick? That is uh, hosted by the theoretical physicist Sean Carroll, and it typically features him interviewing another scientist where they might talk about some sciencey stuff, maybe a theory or a uh, what's another word for a theory? Hypothesis? <laughs> Hypothesis <laughs> that is particularly compelling. Um, an hour, roughly. Yeah. It's pretty short for me. For you, yeah. For me, yeah. What did you guys make of this? So as I said last week, I listened to half of the Sean McFarland episode because I went, oh, Sean, oh, Seth, sorry. Why am I thinking Sean? Sean McAuliffe. No, <laughs> I don't know. We were talking about The Good Place. Maybe I'm thinking about Sean from The Good Place. Anyway, Seth McFarland, he's great. Um, I started listening to the episode, but I felt like there was too much because I actually, it was talking a lot about the scientific, um, the love he has for science fiction and mm. how that comes out in his work, specifically in the Orville. Um, and I actually would like to watch that show. So I felt halfway through the episode, I was like, well, I'm, it's on my to-watch list, so I would like to not have all these things spoiled. I was really enjoying the episode, uh, but I needed to yeet out of there so that I didn't spoil stuff for wow, myself. Wow, you are such a millennial right now. <laughs> I yoted. <laughs> I hang around too many young people these days. <laughs> it's Gina's fault. Anyway... I then went on to scroll through and see what uh, appealed to me and I don't think it's any surprise that my next one was about forensic science with relation to murder. (laughs) Murder. (laughs) And even when the – oh, I don't even know what her name is because I'm really disrespectful and I lost my notes. My computer shut itself. Anyway, um, the woman who was being interviewed even went – he's like, murder. And she's like, murder. And I'm like, that's what I do. Um, so she is a... You guys would be best friends in real life. Oh my God, right? <laughs> um, so the intro, um, he was very much the the host. What's his name? Sean Carroll. Yeah, that's where I got Sean from. Fucking hell. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> duh. 
Uh, so he was talking about at the start, most of the time um, when he introduces episodes, he's like, yeah, so maybe you might get some ideas on how to do this and this. And he's like, do not get ideas from this episode. <laughs> do not get them at all. Stop thinking. Stop thinking. Just enjoy it. Hopefully this is just interesting, but don't get ideas. Um, so they were talking about fascinating different um, ways that forensic scientists are like detectives of the nerd world and you know how she got into forensic science and how to dispose of a body and what evidence people leave behind that they don't think they leave behind and she was talking about how you know most people think that something really difficult is finding a needle in a haystack um but she's like that's actually quite easy to do because a needle is very different from hay whereas forensic science is like finding a needle a specific needle in a stack of needles (laughs) So, you know, they have to kind of find a particular, isolate a particular chemical or, or like makeup within a whole big pile of other stuff. But as someone who loves true crime, I found it absolutely fascinating. I love listening to that kind of process. I did think about getting into forensics at one point, but forensic psychology, not forensic science, because I'm terrible at the science and the chemistry <laughs> and the. You all, just all have the to stuff. pick up semen all the time. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, um, if you love true crime, you will love this episode. I really enjoyed his style of interviewing too. You were about to say, if you love this, if you love true crime, you'll love this podcast. Like Liz, it's not what it's about. No, that's why I said episode because I, you know, know stuff and say stuff well. Anyway, I love true crime. I just love that shit. But um, I think from the two, from the one and a half episodes that I listened to, I like his interview mm. style. I like He's how very curious, which is curious what you and want. cash. Yeah. Like I don't want to be bombarded with scientific facts yeah. thrown at my face. He's super smart, but he doesn't like flaunt it. Carry on like that. It's yeah. just like it's very approachable. Yes, incredibly approachable. I thought for the ones I listened to anyway. Zane. This is my jam. Yeah. Like, I figured it would hard be. Hard science is what I'm all about. But like softened hard science. But so hard science is real science. Yeah. Whereas um, soft science is kind of like talking about the things around science. Like, right. At no point do they say anything that is factually untrue. Mm. Um, and I love, I particularly like the episodes where he's talking to another scientist. This mm. is one of the episodes where, I, this is one of the podcasts where, I started listening and then I was just like, okay, well, this is the rest of my day. So I'm just going to listen oh, to yeah. this for the rest of the day. Yeah, it makes me smile. Yeah, it, it's, it's a really good podcast. And like you said, like he's very intellectually curious. Mm. I really liked the episodes where he has another scientist on and they know that they disagree about something mm. and they just kind of both politely jibe at each other about yeah. it. Yeah. But they don't ever like... They kind of give both yeah. sides Actually, of it. Actually, that's a, that's a funny thing because I did start listening to an episode where he was talking to someone about empathy and how the other guy was like, no, empathy shouldn't be something that we should aspire to. Mm. And I went, you know what? This episode's going to make me angry even though he's <laughs> like, I think empathy is great but the guy I was talking to thinks it's shit. I was like, nope, can't listen. Going to be mm. too cranky yeah. in the end. Uh, so it's, but yeah, they do it's a good job of it when he disagrees with them of not having like a Not brawl. making a big issue of it. They literally Politely present disagree. both sides yeah. and the and the kind of the science beside behind both sides and then they just leave it at that uh, like this is an easy subscribe and this is something that i'll listen to forever just yeah i'm surprised great. i, I should, haven't found i'm surprised you would not heard I of it should, before now uh, yeah probably mentioned i was introduced to this guy through joe rogan he's had him on like once or twice so mm. if you want to know, get to know him a little better. Yeah. And listen to those. He's got like you know at least two, three hour podcasts, and he, he he talks about that 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 very fact that he'll get people on, and he enjoys actually having a discussion where yeah, they absolutely. might disagree, but you know that's what it's about. That is what it's about. And that, mm. this podcast handles it really well. Very very impressive. 
Yeah, um, I think it's just a Liz issue. I am so about everybody needing empathy that discussing <laughs> the idea that people shouldn't have empathy just would make me too fucking furious. So again, but that, that yeah, uh, like I think I know I, I try I'm not, not sure to that echo that's chamber. Sign, I, I'm not sure there's a science discussion so much as a philosophy discussion. Yeah, but that was yeah on the podcast, and that's so. the truth. Yeah, they they talk about science and philosophy. So mm. yeah, cool. Well, I think I would like to have a bit of Frank and Beans next, lads. I the podcast. So the podcast <laughs> was about Beth and Brian, two um, people from I hope the US. Uh, they sound American. <laughs> they did sound American. They didn't have like the Canadian twang. Uh, talking about sex, dating, and relationships in a relatable yet amusing manner. What did we think? Oh, it was a listener submission too. Yeah, I really enjoyed oh, they have them. To be nice. Um, <laughs> we don't have to be nice. We have to be honest. We've we've been quite honest with a few listener mm-hmm. submissions. I I enjoyed it. They're both very personable and they're mm. both very frank. And beans. Not to be, <laughs> not to make a pun out of it, um, Liz. Uh, they're both very frank in the way that they discuss sex and sexuality. I do like you said. I like I have a little bit of a an issue with the resources that mm. they use, mm. um, and also just a little bit of polish issue um i think because a lot of the times they were just kind of talking and then they no one knew where they were going and they just breathed into the microphone for a couple of seconds and like you can just delete those couple of seconds and no one will know that you had a brain blank but other than that like the content is fine i think and Mm. and very enjoyable to listen to you know just just a little bit of of polishing on on the on the editing side of things. And I think, yeah, it's, it's a good podcast. Yeah, I think uh, as we were saying, like I, there was a couple of episodes that I listened to where they were going, okay, and as always, we've got research to back us up. And then they'd, listen, they'd list an article that was like a magazine, mm. not researchy article, which I is- will say, I listened to the butt stuff episode, uh-huh. the threesome episode, I and the threesome one too, and two of the cheating episodes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I listened to a few of them because I did. I did enjoy it. It was just kind of like I wanted to see if the problems that I was picking up on or the issues that I had were kind of in all the episodes. Yeah, and you, some are worse than others, but overall, like I, I can very much enjoy listening to this one. Yeah, I thought so. This is the thing. It's it's enjoyable. It's it's um and I just really like Beth and Brian. Yes, I just yeah. like them a lot. They're the main draw. I like yeah. them a lot. I like <laughs> you guys. Patrick. Um I think similar to what Zane said, I did like them as people. I enjoyed their personalities, their banter. Mm. The content it felt like in the threesome episode they were just like they'd ripped a BuzzFeed article and they were like talking through it. I was like, I don't give a fuck about a BuzzFeed article. About you know mm. threesomes and how to it just it just it just it just felt that particular episode just felt a little bit like the source of what they were talking about was rubbish yeah and it was like they were just talking about a rubbish thing written by a rubbish person yeah that's Not a kind of what person, we were saying you know, yeah, is that yeah, if yeah. they if they were to grab their source material yeah, for the I discussion think, of think, either slightly more reputable or make it more obvious that it's yes. satirical and ridiculous yeah that that, that and i, I think it's important I, like if you're not an expert in your field mm. to kind of to do the, your due diligence in yeah. finding resources for other people to refer to other than you Mm. Yeah, so, you know, I, I, and again, I think that's just a matter of, like, refining their process a yeah. little bit. They've got 
the the basics down. It's they've, just they've got what some, a lot of other podcasts don't have, and that's good chemistry between the yeah. hosts. Yeah, I think if they refine their material, they've got a great platform to give information to people, and they've got a lot of content. Enjoyable yeah. a lot of episodes. They're enjoyable to listen to. Yeah, cool. So that is Frank and Beans. Now, now. The controversial <laughs> and I specifically one. left this one till last because we're going to fight live Are on we? air. I'm going to be the referee because I, Patrick didn't do his homework. As a disclaimer, <laughs> this was uh, on a luminary uh, exclusive pod- exclusive podcast, and I was like, "Oh, it's not on my podcast catcher. I'll listen to it later." Uh, and that never came because I got a very busy week. I'm sorry to say. So it is Anthem Homunculus. So I have no idea what, is, what um, happened. Anthem Homunculus. Which, I look forward to your uh, <laughs> reviews though. Which is a musical podcast written by John Cameron Mitchell who um, originated the act of Hedwig and the Angry Inch and then took that through Off-Broadway to Broadway. Um and it's basically a dark comedy about this failed actor who has a brain tumour doing a, uh, an, an, a telethon on an app to raise money for his surgery and basically telling you his life story and singing songs that he's written or half written, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And you kind of go with that on that journey towards um, getting rid of this tumour in his head. So... <laughs> so, um, when I first discovered that this existed, I sent a group message to our castology page, going, "Holy shit, have you seen this?" I signed up to Luminary immediately for my free month, literally for <laughs> this podcast. I really wanted to love it. I really did because the star power in it alone. Like, I very rarely am not into anything that Patty Lapone does. Expound or on the close. star power. Patty Lapone, Glenn Close, John Cameron Mitchell, other people. Close. Yeah, Glenn Close. Yeah. Um, like big names. The so wife. I didn't <laughs> Yeah, the wife. The oh. only one. Um the buddy boiler. So I had no problems with this podcast, but I at the same time, so I listened to three episodes. The fact that I never wanted to go back and finish it probably says like I felt no draw to finish it. I felt it's very weird, which is, mm. is fine. Uh, it's, I didn't think that any of the songs stuck in my head. The performances were wonderful and I really enjoyed hearing the songs, but they didn't make me feel like they added a lot to the story other than just being nice, good compositions. Um, and the fact that it is about somebody potentially dying of a brain tumour and I didn't want to see that through kind of said something not so great to me. So the picture has a little mouth in his forehead. Yeah. Is that because the tumour s- talks to him? Mm. So, without revealing any spoilers, yeah. a, a term for a, <clears throat> a tumour that comes from stem cells that can grow any kind of body parts are like where you get your hair and your teeth and your things in a tumour. Tumour comes from stem cells, did you just say? A tumour that comes a from a stem cell. A specific tumour that does yeah. come from a sperm cell. Is called a homunculus. Yeah. Which And a homunculus is kind of a miniature human. I only know the term homunculus <laughs> from Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. I don't know what I don't is. know. I don't get that reference either. Um, so basically... But it's like an alchemical... In this, it's like an alchemical miniature entity... Intelligent yes. entity. Yeah. 
um, in the or an actual tumor that exists in an actual person that has body parts of its own, mm. et cetera, et cetera. Now, the first act of this musical is very much this is my history, this is who I am, this is why I'm trying to get through to it, and you get up to about $13,000 raised, et cetera, et cetera. The second act, they they insert a new piece of new tech, near future technology where there is something in his brain where you can check on an app to see the size of the tumour and what's doing, what it's like, the growth and how bad it is. They see that it has a spine and a brain and then it explodes and it kind of there's a religious movement um around this whole thing uh etc etc it gets very weird yeah and, and like you said nothing that you said is i feel incorrect yeah the songs aren't get into your head songs Mm-mm. the songs are very kind of folky Art housey, um, storytelling. This, yeah, this is who I am. And this is what I'm feeling. Is it like, oh, that's right, we're a musical. We're supposed to have songs. Yeah. Would it be better, you think, just as an audio drama? No, no. I, I think it's perfect as it is. There's nothing honestly. wrong with this. This is the thing. Like, there was no part of me that went, "Oh, I don't like this." It's just that I just didn't feel any compulsion to go back and finish yeah. it. Now there is a kind of drag performance where you highlight the ugly parts of a person. That is what this is to musical theatre. Mm. It is musical theatre about the ugliness of of humanity, but finding that even those ugly parts presented in a human story can be appreciated. Uh, so John, uh, John Cameron Mitchell is obsessed with um, history and uh, the history of the gay movement. Like he, th- there's a whole bit about his history and his love affairs, etc., etc. I'm interested in how autobiographical it is, but yeah, it kind of takes a turn for the. He he has like a a stepsister or or an adopted sister who's a cult leader, um, and she comes back, and the story's about how his brother died, and then his tumor lets him pass into the next life, and he has discussions with these people that have died before him. Um, it's very I just don't metaphysical. Think John and weird. Cameron Mitchell is. For me, I feel like I'm I, I honestly really think, gonna like this if I, I ever get around. To it. I think it's very, very John Cameron Mitchell. Yeah, and I think if you don't like the taste of John Cameron Mitchell, then you probably I've won't. started to yeah. try. I've tried to watch Hedwig a couple of times because they did make a movie out of it. They did, um, yeah. Yeah, it, I again, I was like, the performances in this are great, but I, yeah, I just don't think I'm a John Cameron Mitchell person. And I know a lot of people I know are obsessed, so they're gonna be like, how dare you? Because uh, in the musical world, like a lot of people really enjoy his stuff. It's I mean, just not for Hedwig me. Hedwig is an acquired taste as well. Like yeah. That's, it's not. I mean, I wonder if I listened to it a couple of times, whether it would grow on me and I'd find more meaning or even if I finished it. But I think listening to the cast recording, you find the, the joy in a couple of the songs that you miss on the first go through. Mm. Origin of Love to this day is one of my favorite songs and it's very approachable um but also wig in a box is heartbreaking um but yeah i really enjoy this musical and i think if you are a fan of john cameron mitchell particularly a fan of hedwig definitely get onto luminary get that free month and stay with it i'm gonna say stay with it until the end of the second act so and until they find um until they go into his brain and find what they find. Um, 
because at that point, if that's too weird for you, you won't like the rest of the story. Yeah. Um, but it does go very interesting places, and it yeah is this it's kind of an audio diary as well. Yeah. Through the conceit of the telethon, so it's very very much like I love this. I listened to it. I started listening to it, and I couldn't stop listening to. It. I listened through the whole thing, and then I did the same the next day. Yeah. Yeah. No. So weird. Opposite. Opposite. I don't think I've ever listened to the same podcast twice. I listened to Terms twice. <coughs> I listened to Carrier twice. Yeah. I'll rewatch old episodes of The Simpsons, but that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, cool. no, I so think that's, that's, that's it. us done for this week. So you can find us on all the social medias. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on that's not canon.com forward slash castology. We've got a handy dandy form if you want to submit. Because as today's episode showed, Frank and Beans. Listener submission. Yep. We've got lots of people who can listen to your podcast or podcast that you just, if you rate it, let us know what it is. Um, as always, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your mum, tell your uncle, tell your next door neighbour. Go knock, go knock on their door <laughs> and say, have you heard about our Lord and Saviour Castology? No. That's <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, religious people. Um, so I have been Liz Best and with me has been... Zancy Weber. And across the table... Patrick Shearer. Man of mystery, as always. We'll be back next week for more podcast recommendations. Just because I was like, it's like burping, but like hard. <laughs> so I had to, I, all I could manage was a whisper. What a note to end on. And on that note, <laughs> a goodbye. Hi there, my name's Jessica Kate. And I'm Ellen Rose. And we're the hosts of Murder in the Land of Oz, a new Australian true crime podcast. Yes, we're starting off in Brisbane, our hometown, because... Relatable. Relatable. We're going to be coming to you every second Monday. So give us a listen, give us a like, and a subscribe. Come and join us on our journey where we explore the depths of true crime Australia. Oh, yeah. Isn't it curious that every member of your family has a different voice? that a baby can recognize their mother's voice from inside the womb, that identical twins have the exact same vocal cords but usually don't sound similar, and teenagers can sense the tone of their dad's voice when he says, I'll think about it, even over WhatsApp. I'll think about it. Let your family follow their curiosity with unlimited data when you bring everyone's plans together on Vodafone's multi-mobile red family plan. Get a third plan for only €15 per month. 12-month contract, €15 per month. Max speed, 10 megabits per second. Applies when you add Red Unlimited SIM only as a third plan with Red Family. See Vodafone.ie for full terms. 10, 9, 8. Cadbury has launched new Freddo Treasure Space Series with Cadbury Dairy Milk Buttons and a surprise space toy in every chest. 3, 2, 1, liftoff! Treasure every adventure. New Cadbury Dairy Milk Freddo Treasure Space Series. With only 76 calories per pack, pick one up in store.